Hey guys, it's Samantha, the Urban Homesteader. I hope y'all are doing great. Um, so I was recently asked a question and it took a little bit of thinking, but I think I found an answer. So the question was, how do you become an urban homesteader? And it's a really good question. And for me, I had to think about it because I don't really remember actually saying, hey, I want to be a homesteader. It was kind of a, I just kind of did it. But while I was trying to figure out how to answer this question in a way that this person would get the most benefit, I made a checklist and I wanted to share that with you and discuss some of the, the things um, that I thought about as I was answering this. So the question, how do you become an urban homesteader? The first thing you want to do is you want to ask yourself, what do you hope to accomplish? Why, why do you want to be an urban homesteader? That's the very first thing anybody does when they're getting ready to make a change. Why do you want to do it? Uh, for some, it is the self-sufficiency. Others, it's more of a preparedness thing, which I guess goes along with the self-sufficiency. Um, some want to be urban homesteaders or just a homesteader in general because the food is better. Um, the quality of life is better. It's just relaxing not to have to deal with the day-to-day -day bustle of going to the grocery store and listening to traffic and sitting in traffic when you can just come home and sit on your porch and enjoy everything that your hard work has done. And homesteading also gives you a sense of um, satisfaction, thinking, hey, I did this. This is, this is an awesome reward. Um, the next thing I would suggest set goals, and come up with a plan. Uh, do you know what you want to do on your homestead? Do you know what you're hoping for? Um, say you want to eat better food. Grocery store prices are, you know, ridiculous, and the produce is poor at best. So you want to put in a garden. Alrighty. There's your first goal. Now start your plan. Do you want to... Do in-ground? Do you want to do pots? Do you want to do raised beds? Do you want to do aquaponics? It's, it's, there's a lot of choices. You have to decide what works for you. And you can do this whether you have one acre or if you're in an apartment. Now, if you're in an apartment, your space for homesteading will be obviously much smaller. And I would suggest doing, you know, a pot garden. Not pot as in marijuana, but, you know, flower pots. Um, you can plant a lot of things in a flower pot and if you have the balcony, even better. Um, if your apartment is facing, you know, south, that's pretty good place. It stays sunny most of the day, but if your garden or balcony or whatever is facing north, you may need to supplement light with, um, the UV lights so that your garden can flourish also talk to your property manager about maybe letting you use some of the apartment complex property to plant a small garden. It's worth a shot and it's worth asking. Now for the rest of us, for instance, I have a garden that's about 50 by 50. It's got, I'm not entirely sure how many raised beds. I've got a bunch of raised beds. My husband hand built them all for me. They're beautiful. Right now they're kind of hidden because the grass is growing around them. Um, we'll be taking care of that soon as I get my garden prepped for our fall and winter gardens and crops. But set your goals. 
Another goal I had was I wanted fresh eggs. So I got myself a couple of chickens. And if you're even somewhat familiar with chicken math, you will realize that what started as a couple of chickens has multiplied into, I don't know, 24 chickens, six ducks, and counting, maybe. Anyway, chicken math is real. Be prepared. If you start with three, three hens, you may end up with, you know, a lot more. Um, a good rule of thumb for chickens and eggs is two hens per family member. That is essentially two eggs a day per person. Now, be prepared. Not every day you'll get, you know, an exact number. Chickens tend to lay an egg like once every 36 hours or so, 24 to 36 hours. So you may get an egg a day. And you may get an egg every other day. It really depends on the bird. Um, definitely look into the breeds because every chicken is, you know, different. We like a lot of dual purpose birds. I do have my pretty little fancy frou-frou birds, but we have some of the dual purpose like my Buff Orpingtons. They are a good egg layer and they're also a good meat producer. So we, we went with that. But before you do any of that, you've got your goals, you've come up with a plan, you know what you want out of this. The first thing you need to do is check with your neighborhood. If you live in a, in a HOA, check with your neighborhood ordinances and then check with the town because those can make or break your urban homesteading adventure. I am blessed. I don't live in a homeowners association and I live in a small town where the only thing I'm not allowed to have is pigs. I might be able to sneak by with like a pot belly if I were to claim it as a pet, but pigs in general are the only thing my little town has a rule against. So I have my chickens, I've got my ducks, I've got a rabbit. As soon as we fence in the yard, we'll be adding a goat and if we can get the property next to us, I might even invest in a beef cow or something, I'm not entirely sure. I've got dreams, I've got hopes, but it all comes down to money. Um, but definitely check with your town and your neighborhood. Um, you don't want to break any rules. I know a lot of homeowners associations have a nothing in the front yard situation, which can be very frustrating, and they can even sometimes dictate what goes on in your backyard, which I know can be very frustrating for those that just want to eat better. Um, so, so look into that. That that needs to be towards the top of your list of things to do. And then my next advice is start slow. If you're completely new to homesteading, pick something easy, like learning to scratch, cook, or bake. Um, learn how to make bread. Bread is an easy thing to learn. It sounds complicated. Really, it's not. It's very simple. Get confident with that. Then plant a garden. Grow some vegetables. Start with the easy vegetable and each season, try something a little harder until you have, you know, that confidence and you've got a good yield. Sometimes it takes trial and error to find what you want and what you like. So just start slow. Figure out what you want. Y'all, sorry. If you hear beeping, it's because I'm being 
pinged for some uh, community stuff that I'm working on. But start easy. Start slow and build up. It's the best way to do it. Um, as you grow more and more confident with the little things, the bigger things will get easy. Well, will seem more enticing. Don't just, you know, try to do everything at once. Do one thing at a time, become confident as it, and then keep going. It's the best way to do it. Um, do a check. Once or twice a year, sit down, go back over your goals, go back over your plan, and look at what you've currently got going. Did you succeed at any of your goals? High five, well done, give yourself a pat on the back, you're doing great. But don't stop, keep going. But give yourself a check once or twice a year, remind yourself of your goals, keep going, you're going to do great, and you're going to enjoy it. First time you bring in an egg or that first tomato off the vine or the first time you pull a loaf of homemade bread out of the oven and you feel that satisfaction of, hey, I did that. You are going to be hooked and not just a little bit hooked, but a lot hooked to this homesteading journey. And then enjoy everything that homesteading has to offer. There are so many ways that you can homestead. Um, I have an acre. I'm homesteading as much as I can. We produce about 40% of our own vegetables, more than enough eggs and feathers because my birds are forever losing feathers. We bake our own bread. We make our own noodles. We cook a lot of, you know, fresh foods. And that's, that's what I chose to do. One of these days, I'd like to get a little better at producing the meat that my family is going to eat. I want to raise goats. I want to raise chickens. I thought about learning to raise sheep if I can convince my husband. He seems a little disinclined. However, he did just let me get a rabbit. So he did, I mean, he did let me get the rabbit, but he also informed me as we were picking it up and bringing home that he was very much against the idea as he unloaded the rabbit cage and set it up for me. So I might be able to work him over and get, get it. Some other things that you might want to consider is homesteading has a lot to offer aside from just, you know, the fresh foods, the self-sustainable. It's also peaceful. Or it can be peaceful, or as peaceful as you let it be, because some people find homesteading to be kind of stressful. But I find it relaxing. I enjoy sitting out in my garden, just sitting out in the garden. Got a chicken over here by me, pecking at the ground. Got ducks in the background laughing, because that's really what they sound like. They sound like they're laughing. So you could tell them a joke, and you'd be the funniest comedian in the yard. But it, it, it's comfortable. It's comforting to know that... Everything that I've worked so hard for is paying off in a big way. And it's something I can share with those around me. Got extra bread, I take it to my neighbor. Um, recently had a neighbor who had a procedure and she thought she would feel up to eating, but she didn't. So I went in my garden and picked a bunch of vegetables. I found a chicken in the freezer and I cooked it up and made her some soup and helped her. I brought it to her. She said it was very enjoyable and couldn't believe that it all come from my home. Well, the chicken didn't because I knew that they wouldn't eat it. They're kind of funny, you know, city folk. But the fresh grown vegetables and the homemade chicken broth, 
it was very comforting to me and to her. Um, now, my last suggestion when it comes to homesteading. You're going to get good at gardening. And you're going to, first garden or two, you're going to get really into squash. Squash is an easy garden plant. It's a great beginner plant. And you're going to plant a garden full of squash. Most people do. Because squash is delicious and I eat it in everything. I've got a squash casserole going in the refrigerator right now. It'll be going in the oven here in just a bit. But um, you're going to plant more than one plant per person. Really, you could probably do one plant per every two people. But I, I stick with one plant per person. And I let it grow. And you will find that you are overrun with squash. You'll have it coming out your ears and you won't be able to use it fast enough. Recently saw that there is no safe canning suggestions for it. So either you freeze it, you eat it, or you toss it. I suggest sharing it. Share it with your neighbors. And if they get a little squashed out too, because, well, you've got more squash than you know what to do with. There's always the next street over. You could ding dong dash, drop a bag of squash, knock on the door and run. Those neighbors will be so happy to have all that squash. I'm kidding y'all, don't actually ding dong dash unless you feel like you could get away with it. I tend to do that to, you know, only people that I really know well. I'd hate to, you know, scare somebody by just, you know, knocking on the door and running away. But those are, those are simple, ta that's a simple task list for getting started. So ask yourself what you hope to accomplish. And, and we're gonna go back over it. So ask yourself what you want to accomplish Set up your goals and come up with a plan. Then check with your town and your neighborhood ordinance. Go back over your plan and start slow. Learn something simple and then progress from there. Once you've got it where you're confident at it, choose something a little more difficult and attempt it. You're going to feel a great sense of satisfaction. Once or twice a year, give yourself a quick goal check. See where you've come, see what you've done, see what you need left to do. Start small, don't rush, just enjoy everything that the homesteading life has to offer. And like I said, share with your neighbors. You're so blessed if you get to do this, and I know that they will be blessed to have a neighbor such as you. It's a lot of hard work, and sometimes you need a neighbor. If you're good to your neighbors, they'll be good to you. I have learned this. I have great neighbors on, and everyone that I live on, or live on the street with. I know that if something were to happen and I needed somebody, say my husband and I, our anniversary is soon, I could ask my neighbor next door, hey, can you come feed the chickens? Can you water the garden? Check the dogs? No problem. He'd come right over. He would do it because he knows that I will take care of him. He'll get fresh vegetables and he'll get yummy homemade treats and it's worth it. Get to know your neighbors too. Take care of your neighbors. They'll take care of you. Don't just wave at them. Take a minute. Say hello. Get to know them. Tell them what you're doing, especially if you're adding a noisy animal. Let them know. Say, hey, I'm getting some root. I'm getting some chickens. I may have a rooster. I apologize if it's bothering you. We'll figure something out. I've noticed that if you're nicer to your neighbors, they're less inclined to have a problem with an occasional noisy creature. For instance, right now I have seven roosters. 
And oh my gosh, the cacophony I hear at 5 o'clock in the morning till about 7.30 in the morning is chaotic. Here very soon, roosters are going to Camp Freezer and that noise level will be minimized quite a bit. But my neighbors have been pretty good about it. They enjoy waking up. In fact, you can apparently hear my neighbors like two blocks over. Or you can not hear my neighbors, hear my roosters two blocks over because my city council member um, representative came by the house the other day to collect eggs and uh, told me how much he and his wife enjoyed hearing our roosters. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. He goes, no, no, it was great. We love it. We sit on the porch in the morning drinking our coffee and we listen to your roosters crow. It's very relaxing. Feels like we're out in the middle of the country when we're right in the middle of town. So if you have any questions or any suggestions on an upcoming podcast suggestion uh, request, leave it in the comments. I'd love some ideas on where people would like me to go on and what I should talk about and get input. Let me know what you think. Talk to you later.